good morning and welcome to morning prayer on Saturday the 9th of October. You have just myself as Scott and Andrew are busy doing some big cycle ride from York to Scarborough today. So we're hoping for good weather for them. Website will have details of the 8, the 10 and um, Coral Evensong tomorrow. The 8 will be BCP, the 10 will be Common Worship, focusing on safeguarding Sunday, looking at keeping everyone safe. And then 6.30 will be Coral Evensong. And so all of that's available in its usual blended way. Other than that, I think everything is carrying on. And we have Deanery Compline on Zoom every night at 9 o'clock. Information for that is on the website, richmondhudselparish.org.uk. So, oh Lord, open our lips and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. The night has passed and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. We have Psalm 96. We'll worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord and bless his name. Tell out his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations and his wonders among all peoples. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He is more to be feared than all gods. For all the gods of the nations are but idols. It is the Lord who made the heavens. Honour and majesty are before him. Power and splendour are in his sanctuary. Ascribe to the Lord, you families of the peoples. Ascribe to the Lord honour and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the honour due to his name, bring offerings and come into his courts. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, let the whole earth tremble before him. Tell it out among the nations that the Lord is king. He has made the world so firm that it cannot be moved. He will judge the peoples with equity. Let the heavens rejoice and let the earth be glad. Let the sea thunder and all that is in it. Let the fields be joyful and all that is in them. Let all the trees of the world shout for joy before the Lord. For he comes, he comes to judge the earth. With righteousness, he will judge the world and the peoples with his truth. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. We have one Maccabees. Then Judas and his brother said, See, our enemies are crushed. Let us go up to cleanse the sanctuary and dedicate it. So the army assembled and went up to Mount Zion, and there they saw the sanctuary desolate, the altar profaned, and the gates burned. In the courts they saw bushes sprung up as in a thicket or as in one of the mountains. They also saw the chambers of the priests in ruins. Then they tore their clothes and mourned with great lamentation. They sprinkled themselves with ashes and they fell down on the ground. And when the signal was given with the trumpets, they cried out to heaven. And Judas detailed men to fight against those in the citadel until he had cleansed the sanctuary. He chose blameless priests devoted to the law, and they cleansed the sanctuary and removed the defiled stones to an unclean place. 
they deliberated what to do about the altar of burnt offering, which had been profaned, and they thought it best to tear it down so that it would not be a lasting shame to them that the Gentiles had defiled it. So they tore down the altar, stored the stones in a convenient place on the temple hill until a prophet should come to tell them what to do with them. Then they took the unhewn stones as the law directs and built a new altar like the former one. They also rebuilt the sanctuary and the interior of the temple and they consecrated the courts. They made new holy vessels and brought the lampstand, the altar of incense and the table into the temple. Then they offered incense on the altar and lit the lamps on the lampstand and gave them light. They placed the bread on the table, they hung up the curtains, thus they finished all the work they had undertaken. Early in the morning on the 25th day of the ninth month, which is the month of Chislev, in the 148th year, they rose and offered sacrifices the law directs on the new altar of burnt offering that they had built. At the very season on that very day that the Gentiles had profaned it, it was dedicated with songs and harps and lutes and cymbals. All the people fell on their faces and worshipped and blessed heaven, who had prospered them. So they, so they celebrated the dedication of the altar for eight days and joyfully offered burnt offerings. They offered a sacrifice of well-being and a thanksgiving offering. They decorated the front of the temple with golden crowns and small shields. They restored the gates and the chambers for the priests and fitted them with doors. There was very great joy among the people, and the disgrace brought by the Gentiles was removed. Then Judas and his brothers and all the assembly of Israel determined that every year at that season, the days of dedication of the altar should be observed with joy and gladness for eight days, beginning with the 25th month of the month, 25th day of the month of Chislev. At that day, they fortified Mount Zion with high walls and strong towers all round to keep the Gentiles from coming and trampling them down as they had done before. Judas stationed a garrison there to guard it. He also fortified Bethzur to guard it so that the people might have a stronghold that faced Udumia. Then we have Mark 69 to the end. And all that had been commanded them, they told briefly to those around Peter. And afterwards, Jesus himself sent through, out through them from east to west the sacred and imperishable proclamation of eternal salvation. Now, after he rose early on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, from whom he had cast out seven demons. She went out and told those who had been with him while they were mourning and weeping. But when they heard that he was alive and had been seen by her, they would not believe it. After this, he appeared in another form to two of them, as they were walking into the country. And they went and told the rest, but they did not believe them. Later, he appeared to the eleven themselves, as they were sitting at the table, and he upbraided them for their lack of faith and stubbornness, because they had not believed those who saw him after he had risen. And he said to them, Go into the world and proclaim the good news to the whole creation. The one who believes and is baptised will be saved, but the one who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. By using my name they will cast out demons, they will speak in new tongues, they will pick up snakes in their hands, and if they drink any deadly thing, it will not hurt them. They will lay their hands on the sick and they will recover. 
So then the Lord Jesus, after he had spoken to them, was taken up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out and proclaimed the good news everywhere, while the Lord worked with them and confirmed the message by the signs that accompanied it. Your salvation is near to those who fear you, that glory may dwell in our land. Your salvation is near to those who fear you, that glory may dwell in our land. Mercy and truth have met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other, that glory may dwell in our land. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Your salvation is near to those who fear you, that glory may dwell in your land. Shine on us, O God, who dwell in darkness, and guide us into the way of peace. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Saviour, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, God promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all that hate us, to show mercy to our ancestors, and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath God swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of all their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. Shine on us, who dwell in, O God, who dwell in darkness, and guide us into the way of peace. So on this Saturday morning, we come to a time of prayer and we give thanks firstly for the gift of life this new day. We give thanks that you brought us to the start of this new day. We give thanks for sleep. We pray that we have slept well and we pray for the day ahead, for the people we'll meet, for the things we'll do, for the people we'll see. The people we would hope to see but maybe won't. The people who we weren't sure we'd see but are going to. We give thanks that wherever we are and whatever we are doing, you are with us. And we pray that we will not forget that. We pray for our world, for all its needs. We pray for those preparing for COP26, for our environment, for the climate. We pray for the leaders of the world. We pray for those with huge responsibilities to guide our nations, to keep us safe. We pray for finances. We pray for this virus. We pray for ways ahead. We pray for students at the weekend, for staff, for parents. We pray for rest. We pray that they are feeling happy that they are back in schools. And we pray for their protection and their safety. We pray for those struggling with their mental health. We pray for those who are looking after them. Continue to pray for our NHS, giving thanks as ever for the rollouts of now the booster vaccines as well. We pray that the NHS will not be overwhelmed over the winter. We continue to pray for all who work there. We pray for our shops and our businesses. Pray for those who are driving across the night to keep us fed. We pray for the fuel drivers. We pray for all who serve us. 
we pray that we do not take it for granted. We pray for those whose time is spent caring for others, whether paid or unpaid, those who are anxious and nervous, those who are feeling lost or lonely. Pray for those who are close to death. We pray that they will know your comfort and your presence. We pray for those who have lost hope, those who feel hopeless, those who feel there is nothing to live for. May they know that they are truly your children, loved and made in your image, and that they are of great and deep worth. And finally, we pray for the services that will take place in church tomorrow, for those who will go, for those who will attend online or in person. Pray for those who lead them, those who preach, those who sing, those who will attend. Be with us this day. Guard us, guide us, keep us safe. Hold us in the palm of your hand. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Almighty and everlasting God, increase in us your gift of faith, that forsaking what lies behind and reaching out to that which is before, we may run the ray of your commandments and win the crown of everlasting joy. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. And so, as our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. But may the Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil and keep us in eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God.